Welcome to the Ready, Set, CEO podcast. I'm Melissa Froelich, and I'm deeply passionate about helping women create aligned and sustainable businesses. I'm so glad you're here because that means you are ready to start embracing your leadership role as the CEO of your business. Sustainable business growth starts inside ourselves. Stepping into our CEO role allows us to create strategy that is in alignment for us and our own individual and unique businesses. And when it happens, things finally start to feel right. So let's get started. I'm recording this podcast today because there has been a lot of conversations happening in the past couple of weeks around this topic. And whenever this happens, I'm like, ooh, this is worth sharing. This is worth creating something that can reach more people. These are usually my favorite types of podcasts to record when when I have a bunch of conversations with a bunch of different people, whether they're clients or friends or acquaintances or strategic partners. And I'm like, hmm, this isn't a isolated feeling or situation. A lot of people are experiencing this in a lot of different ways. So that's what we're going to talk about this week is one of these pieces of entrepreneurship that is extra challenging. Entrepreneurship is a sneaky beast. It is the biggest gift and the biggest blessing. And it's also the biggest challenge and the biggest overwhelm. It allows us to have so much freedom and yet it can take so much of our time and attention. It's the constant need to address boundaries and to enhance them and to look at Where is the balance for us right now in the season of our life? And then what comes up with entrepreneurship that I want to talk about today specifically, right? There's these yin and yang. There's the these different parts of the entrepreneurial spectrum. But there's this piece that is about the timeline. I've been in business six months. I've been in business six years. And when we say a time, there is a certain expectation that comes with that massively self-imposed and also greatly influenced by what we see other people having accomplished, right? We make these subconscious timelines that by this point in our business, we should have accomplished X, Y, and Z. And most often it's always about what we haven't yet accomplished. But what my observation has been is if I take five women, 50 women, don't care about the number. They've all been in business the same amount of time. So we'll take three years because that's usually the average time a person's been in business in terms of who I coach with privately. So we'll take five women who've been in business for three years. If I ask them about their timeline and if they were happy about what they had accomplished, most likely all of them would say yes and they would immediately go into the things they haven't yet done. It is so easy for us to look at all the things we haven't yet done than it is to look at all the things we have accomplished. What else is interesting if we compare the timelines for these five women who've been in business for three years, what they think they need to have quote unquote accomplished by this stage in business is going to be vastly different than the person to the right and to the left of them. There will be some similarities, but when they start looking at what success should look like according to their timeline, what milestones they should have hit, everyone's timeline is going to be different. And then what's interesting when we start to peel this back is looking at do those milestones actually correlate with their true definition of success, the individual definition of success? And the answer is usually 
No, it's based on somebody else or a group of someone else's, right? The people that we have been watching, that we have been learning from and what their success looks like. I love, love, love a good overnight success, right? Somebody who's just an overnight success, but they aren't really telling us all of the other parts and pieces of their timeline. And if you're truly an overnight success, that's luck, honey. It truly is. And then my next question is, is this sustainable? This success, quote unquote, air quotes, lots of air quotes around that. Is this success that you're talking about that happened overnight? Is it sustainable? Is it repeatable? And show me your profit margin and show me your joy and show me your calendar, right? Because there's a lot more to success. But what happens is we see all of these things, all of these data points that are out there and all of these kind of merit badges that wow, this person has done this in this amount of time. So that goes into our brain in terms of like, okay, that's another milestone. That's another checkbox that I have to check off on my timeline, right? And and time means I should be making a certain amount of progress and I should be achieving higher and higher levels of success. Our brains start to create these narratives based on our belief system and how much we love ourselves and how much we trust ourselves and who we're surrounding ourselves around. And until we really take back control and look at our own definitions of success and we get really honest with ourselves and we look back at all the things we have accomplished already and all the things that we're forgetting to really revel in, until we do that, we're diluting the strength of our journey and the vast robustness of our own timeline. So these timelines in terms of your entrepreneurial journey are a really, really dangerous, slippery slope because it's so easy to say, I've been at this for three years. I should have done this by now. I should have already accomplished this. You're probably nodding your head, right? I I can do this. I can think about this. Wow, I would have imagined that by now I would already be doing X. But look at all the things that I'm doing that I never even imagined would be possible. How about that? We don't stop long enough to sit in that space. We're constantly looking at what's next. And a lot of this is being programmed to be on the hunt for more success, more dopamine hits. So many of us are programmed to go, go, go. We don't even get to sit long enough to really feel what success feels like. And so it's all about the chase and it becomes this addiction to getting more and bigger and faster instead of really slowing down and saying like, holy cow, my timeline is just full of massive accomplishments that I wasn't pausing long enough to even give credit to. I want to change this. I want to slow down and soak this up and rewire my brain to really, really pay attention to all these things that I'm creating and get a lot more accurate with how I'm looking at my timeline, right? So much of the world is programmed to operate as a generator if you're somebody that follows human design and to go, go, go and constantly be moving. And so many of us aren't actually generators. There's the manifestors and there's the projectors and there's the reflectors who move so much differently. And even the manifesting generators who move differently than the generators, And so are you living in alignment with how you're designed to energetically navigate life? That's a big piece of the timeline. So when you look at your entrepreneurial timeline, what are you telling yourself 
you haven't yet done? But more importantly, what are you forgetting to look at and shine the light on and say, holy cow, I actually did this and I've done this. So this would be my my challenge to you is literally get a whiteboard or a piece of paper and maybe you're going to tape several of them together and write out your timeline from either I started my online business or I left corporate or like, what was the thing? When did you start? And then go to the other end and write, here I am today. How many years later? Immediately what comes up for you in terms of the accolades and the milestones, right? And what are all the little things in between that you're forgetting? Because a lot of those little things aren't so little, they're massively big. And then at the top of that sheet of paper or at the top of that whiteboard, I want you to write down your definition of success. And then I want you to go back to that timeline and I want you to circle the things that are like, yes, this absolutely drives home success to me. Yes, this is another measure of success. This is where I'm starting to really experience success according to my terms. So two main things today on this little short podcast episode that I just, I want this to be an infusion of taking back control of how you are looking at what you've created. Your timeline is your own. Write that down. My timeline is my own. It is not the same as another person who's been in business for the same amount of time as you. It doesn't look anything like that. You get to determine what a successful timeline looks like. And I guarantee you that you're not digging deep enough to really, really look at how much you've already accomplished. So where is the opportunity to look at all the pieces and parts of your timeline that you're diminishing or not recognizing? And how do we activate that reward center in our brain to say, oh my gosh, there's so much I'm overlooking. And I forgot about this thing. And who would have imagined that this would have been possible? Because we're looking for sustainability. We're looking for repeatability. We are looking for profit and joy and white space on our calendar and more time with family and more time with friends or more time to paddleboard or more time to learn to bake sourdough bread, right? That is success for me. And what does it look like for you? And are you really honoring that? Or are you just on this journey of more and more and more and next and next and next and upward, upward, upward? That's only part of the picture. So is your timeline accurate? Meaning your mental timeline, what you're telling yourself right now that you've accomplished and what you should have accomplished, is it accurate? What are you leaving out? What are you forgetting? What are you omitting? What are you not giving recognition to that deserves to be there? And then most importantly, the takeaway today is success is a definition that you create. I want you to write that down. Success is a definition that I create. It is not created for me. My definition of success can change and it absolutely should. The clearer you get about what you truly want, the more rooted in your core values that you become, the more of a CEO of your business that you become, that is going to help you frame out your definition of success. And this has been such a cool process for me to see this in my own life and business and to see this with my clients in terms of we get to this point where we've been in business for a couple of years and we think that we should have done all these things. And we really start pulling back the curtains and peeling back the layers and getting really honest. It's like, wow, I'm already living my definition of success. I was just getting caught in this like hamster wheel of it needed to be bigger. It needed to be more. It needed to be faster. It needed to be this when really I already have it. When I created Activate, which is our small group hybrid program, it's one part 
coaching, one part training, one part mastermind. When I created that originally, I thought that it was going to be for very early stage entrepreneurs who wanted to learn what it meant to be a CEO of their business. But what actually happened is my messaging resonated with people who were at that two-year mark, three-year mark, five-year mark, who had been on the entrepreneurial journey for a while. But the thing was, is they weren't feeling lit up like they did when they first started their business. They weren't even feeling worthy of going beyond what they'd currently created. They're starting to wonder, is this all I'm meant for? Is this all I'm ever going to realize in terms of my business dreams? Maybe what I thought was possible really isn't. They were feeling nearly burnt out, less than inspired. They were giving the best of themselves to everyone else. Yes, they were quote unquote successful by everyone else's definitions, but they didn't feel success in their business. So here comes this first round of Activate and the women that organically joined it. I just trusted the process. I knew most of them from either working with them previously or being witness to them in other programs that I had been a guest expert in or just having them in my world. And I knew that there was a reason that they were resonating with my messaging. And I know that one thing is true. I have a superpower for adjusting and teaching to the audience that organically comes to me. So I knew that I would be able to take this program and make it successful, even if the women who were joining were different in terms of who I thought would gravitate towards this. And so what happened was amazing. These women who were already successful in my eyes, who weren't feeling successful in their own eyes, started to see that their timeline was dictating how they felt in their own business. They were saying, I've been in business for two years. That's great. But I figured I would have accomplished this by now, or I thought I would have been generating this much revenue, or I thought I would have been working with these types of clients or whatever the thing was. They weren't happy with where they were at based on their timeline. But when we started to really dig in and look at the areas where they could activate their inner CEO, they realized that, holy heck, I have accomplished so much in this short period of time. And it's my perspective Is there room for more? Absolutely. But am I devaluing what success means to me because I'm starting to compare what success means to everyone else or what I feel like it should be? Yeah. And when I come back to myself and I really look at my core values and my why right now and what is important to me and what the motivating factors are and how things have maybe shifted versus when I started this journey and I get real honest with myself, I realize that there's a whole bunch that I'm downplaying that I really, really need to shine a light on. And now I can start creating momentum from these areas of activation that allow me to step into a greater version of my CEO self and to start to allow me to feel like my success is absolutely in correlation with my timeline. I feel good about how far I've come. I feel good about where I'm at. I feel good about where I'm going because I'm in control. I have come back into myself and I have decided that I'm back in the game, that I have that confidence ignited once again. So that is what this program Activate became for me. So here I was thinking that I was going to create this thing to help early stage business owners, like really early stage business owners, activate their inner CEO to understand what that might mean. Really, I was calling in women who were 
not satisfied with their timeline, not satisfied with how they were feeling in terms of success. But really what happened was we reevaluated. We got honest. We got true. We came back to self. We started feeling like CEOs of our business, grasping a stronger sense of leadership, self-leadership, understanding how we operate and saying, actually, I have accomplished a lot and I'm really proud of it. And now I can really look at what else is on the horizon for me and I can make sure that it's in alignment. So I share all of this today because I've seen this firsthand individually. I've seen this firsthand. Now we're on our second cohort of Activate. As I'm recording this, we're going to open up a third cohort that we're going to start in August. We're right now accepting people on the wait list for that. So if you're interested, come over to Instagram, Melissa Froelich underscore biz, send me a DM. You can just write the word activate or say, Hey, I'd like to learn more about activate, but I've seen this time and time and time again, where we're on this timeline and there becomes a point in our journey where we start to feel tired and we start to tell ourselves, I should be further. I should have more. I should have accomplished X and all the shoulds and the things that we haven't yet done start to become greater, greater burdens. But when we can stop and we can come back to this place of who am I? What do I desire? What am I about? What motivates me? What's important to me? And we quiet all of the outside noise. We start to realize, wow, I'm pretty incredible. And I'm back in control. I'm back in the driver's seat. And the future possibilities are endless. They get to be whatever I want them to be. But now I have a different set of skills that's going to allow me to really, really soak in all of the accomplishments, all of the micro milestones and the massive milestones that I continue to hit on my journey because everything is important. It is about the actions far, far, far more than it's about the goal, because the goal can change, but the journey is going to be where the growth happens. And growth isn't always about the number of clients or your revenue or your profit margin. It's not always about how many leads you have or how many discovery calls or how many proposals. It gets to also be about the white space on your calendar. How many vacations are you taking? How many just absolute checking out, I'm going to read a book on the beach for a week and it's going to rejuvenate my soul. What are you doing to really actually enjoy your life right now? How are you weaving all of that in together? That's what success gets to look like. A little bit of all of those things on your terms, right? We definitely care about profit margin. We care about leads. We care about success for our clients, the results that we're able to get. We care about spending more time with our family and being more present at activities that our kids are going to attend, whatever it might be, but it's not one singular thing. So are we looking at all the different parts and pieces and really, really realizing that it's seasonal, that in one season of our life, there might be more priority in one area. And then another season of life, there might be a greater priority in something else. Are we able to truly activate our inner CEO so that we can be honest with how much we've already accomplished and how much is left but not make our timeline something bad, not make our timeline about being something that's not enough yet or that makes us less than and actually about a roadmap that we can look back on and say, oh my goodness, look at all of the things 
that have led me to where I am at today. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of these things, no matter how big or small, because I've already accomplished so much. So imagine what I'm able to accomplish in the future. So I want you to remember today that your timeline is your own and that success is a definition that you get to create. And it doesn't matter if you've been in business for a year or five years. If you feel that this isn't what you had expected, that you thought you would be further, that I can guarantee you, if I can spend a little time with you, that we can change that perspective. Because when we get bogged down and we get tired and the joy starts to come out of it, it is so easy to look at all the things that haven't gone well or that we haven't yet done. But when we can start to shift that narrative, things really start to open up and we see exactly how much we've already accomplished and how much is left for us to explore and tap into. And we get to do it with a greater amount of joy and ease. And most importantly, confidence. We get to lead as confident CEOs of our business. So I want you to be careful with the timeline and look at where you might be telling yourself that you're not enough based on how many years you've been doing this. And I want you to challenge yourself to rewrite that narrative because I know that you've accomplished way, way, way more than you're giving yourself credit for right now today. And if this podcast resonated in any way, shape, or form, and it made you think of maybe one teeny tiny thing that you haven't been giving recognition to that you should, I want you to come share that with me. That would mean a lot. Come over to my DMs on Instagram or on Facebook or shoot me an email, melissa at melissafrolick.com. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. And I look forward to seeing you right here next week. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. It was truly a pleasure to spend time with you. If you're not already part of our free community on Facebook, please join me inside of the Uplevel Lounge. You can also check out melissafrolick.com or follow along on Instagram, melissafrolick underscore biz to find out the most current ways that I can support you in stepping further into your CEO role right now.